What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Pen and Paper Cast. This is your host, Fred, just welcoming you into the fourth episode of our Pathfinder run. If this is your first episode, you should maybe pause this, go back three episodes so you can catch that first episode. We'll be here when you get back. Now, if this isn't your first episode and you're a returning listener, I just wanted to say thanks. You guys are the reason why this show keeps going, and it means a lot to us that you keep coming back week by week to listen to us. If this is the only Smedco show that you listen to, I strongly suggest that you go check out The Film Guild. It's a film podcast with Jason and myself and occasionally other members of Smedco. Most recently, we covered The Circle. It's a 2015 thriller that's available on Netflix currently. It's uh, it's some good fun. We get pretty deep into it. Some might almost say a little too deep at times. We had a couple good laughs, and we learned quite a bit about the movie and about ourselves along the way. I'm going to stop jabbering now and let you guys get into the episode. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you all in the next intro next week. Thanks. Bye. introduce ourselves once again. I'm Fred, your DM. Let's go ahead and go with Michael. Uh, I am Michael. I uh, my name my character name is Krell Kanar. Oh, you came up with a last name in that time. I've always had a last name. Have you not you noticed? Never, you never mentioned the last name. No, I did. You said it was a good last name. I just never mentioned it again. If you say so. <laughs> you dick. Okay, and let's do Frankie next. Hi, I'm Frankie. My character name is Cleo. Okay. And what class is your character? Uh, she's a rogue. Great. And Smeg. I am Jason. My character's name is Feralis B. Carnegus, and he is a human cleric. Cool beans. And Mike, I don't think that you mentioned, but your character is no. a sorcerer monk multi-class. That is correct. Great. Okay, so let's go ahead and catch people up on where we were last time. Last time you guys uh, started escaping the spell weave, uh, kind of decay cloud. I don't think we've got a, a way to describe it. We'll just call it the calamity from now on. You guys were escaping the calamity. Uh, you had just passed through Greenwater where you met a old uh, folk named Old Cobb who uh, sort of presented a old legend about... Uh, this exact event happening, and uh, a old uh, sort of ancient lost city uh, that would provide some form of sanctuary. To get there, you guys have decided to pass through the White Cap Mountains, where you made camp in the foothills overnight, moving along this trail towards Scrailing. Uh, when you guys had made camp, you uh, had decided on, I want to say, Krell being first watch? Yes. Yes. And Krell... Uh, once the sun went down and it had kind of grown dark for a little bit, you had started to hear chanting out in the woods. Okay. Oh, that's right. Do you, do you want me to do anything about that or just sit tight and hope for the best? Well, actually, that's the funny thing is we are... Is that where we're picking up? Picking up right there. So, Krell, you hear some chanting out in the woods uh, definitely past your uh, camp light. What do you do? Uh, 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 
are you rolling dice? Can I just? Uh, can I'm I just, trying to decide if I should go check it out or stay put. Can I just well, verify that? Off. Can I just verify that we had a rest, so our HP goes back up, and we get our the spell slots back? Um, here's the thing: is I will allow it because you guys made camp uh, before the sun went down. Okay. So I will allow the the HP regen and everything. Okay. Cool. Sorry. Proceed. And I mean, um. One of you is a half-elf. I think it's Krell's a half-elf. No, I am. You are? Okay, great. So you would be fine anyways. Yeah. Um, why don't I wake everybody up? Okay, that's a good idea. So you wake everybody? Yep, yep, yep. I suddenly sit up and I scream tacos. Okay, <laughs> you, you, I, will, I will allow it. What are you going to explain the situation? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I was going to say, nah, never mind. Or do you think that, let's say that they uh, they all kind of become aware after a short while of the uh, yeah, of uh, the chanting. We can all yeah, hear I'm the chanting sure they, in the distance. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. What I'm pretty sure they can all hear the uh, ominous chanting of most likely certain doom, so. Yeah, I'm just going to, kind of, I'm going to sit up, look around because I thought I was half asleep. And then I start hearing the chanting and I, I just say, uh, you know, what the... What the hell is that? And I just kind of sit up silently looking around very dazed and confused. Okay, so guys, while on watch, I may or may not have heard some ominous chanting. In fact, if we are all quiet, we could probably still hear it. Uh, I will confirm that you definitely can hear it. Uh, it seems to be kind of growing louder and surrounding you. Oh, crap. Oh, God damn it. So I, uh... not, not, in, um, not in a way that... I will say that you've maybe... You can gather that it's not so much surrounding you physically as much as maybe mentally, if that makes any sense. Like, you, you don't sense that the, the sound's coming from behind you, but instead encompassing you. Okay. Uh, so it's getting louder? Uh, maybe not. We'll say yes, louder. It's just kind of shifting, maybe? The source it's, feels it's, like it's shifting? Yeah, it's, it doesn't feel like it's coming from a, a direction as much now, and as much as it's like sort of a, in kind of a cloud that's enveloped you now. Okay, so I'm gonna fumble around, kind of, because I'm I'm still waking up, and I'm gonna um, I'm gonna grab my new warhammer, which I named Star Smasher, because I think all great weapons should have a name. So I fumble around and just pick it up and put it on my lap and uh, start looking around, kind of concerned. And I'm like, you guys, like all three of you, hear that, right? Absolutely. Totally. Okay, I'm, I am legitimately frightened now. So what's your guys' uh, course of action in all this? Well, I'm definitely going to... Are you guys going to go and investigate, or are you going to... Yeah, I'm definitely going to... I'm going to stand up now and, and kind of shake off the uh, shake off the clouds in my well, head. I want to uh, ask, ask our resident cleric here if... Uh, well, this is obviously some kind of chanting, so do you know if it's like a uh, religious chant or something? Can I run a... or roll a... Uh, yeah, go ahead and do a... Um, like knowledge religion. I rolled a a nine with modifier. With, with modifier. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will say that there's maybe some. You can uh, you can make out every so often uh, the name of the goddess Alaria. Alaria. Who you know to be a uh, yeah. So she's worshipped by um, gardeners, healers, and lovers. Nice. Well, I. Guess we could go investigate if it's just that, you know, not some kind of evil mag mal 
evil god. Uh, can I do a detect magic to see if it's something that it's in our head or if it's actually a physical, like physical voices? Because you said it kind well, of sounded like it was. Detect magic would be more of a way to determine um, if there is magic and if there's a source from it. Okay. And I'm going to tell you right now, this shit is magical. <laughs> I, was to, I, I was about to say, yes, you can roll one of those, though. If I believe that you have that ability as a cleric, right? Yeah, it's a, um, it's a cantrip or whatever that's. Okay, so you, you can determine that there is definitely a um, magical aura. Okay. But not necessarily if it's like a meant... Like, I was, I'm trying to determine if it's like in our heads or if it's... Um, an actual, like, an actual source of sound. Well, um, let's see, since it's definitely probably up to the second round of that spell, if you guys just waited a little bit longer and continue to study it, okay, um, you would determine that, uh, it's coming from somewhere up to sort of like the north. Okay. It's, it's, um, not so much north, it's kind of like northeast, it's just off the, off the path, probably like. It doesn't feel like a terribly long direction. Okay. Well, yeah. So I can say, like, I, uh, so I tell everybody that that it's, it sounds like it's coming from the north, and so I take a deep breath and rub my head, and then I say, "Hey, Chloe, why don't you go check it out?" Uh, I'm not going by myself. Well, you're you're very quiet. <laughs> okay. Who who's the next? Okay. Whose sneak is you know pretty high? Okay. So here's the thing. So I I worship a deity that's like it's knowledge and trickery so i do have like some stealthy type stuff so i i can go with her as to say i have a good stealth too yeah i'm i'm proficient in stealth so i have a four modifier oh, so oh yeah i i'm not proficient at oh, oh no apparently i am huh. <laughs> <laughs> we're so learning a little bit about realizes that he knows how to sneak. <laughs> yeah so i'll, I'll go I'll, I'll go with her okay Okay, I'll stay behind and watch our stuff right yeah, here. Yeah, why don't you guard? So I don't know. Maybe we should just kind of sneak up through the through the bushes and see if we can see something. Mike, I guess we can call for you if we need to actually engage with somebody. Okay, I'll stay back here. Okay, yeah. But okay, uh, so you guys are gonna go ahead and like advance slowly up the uh, through a tr- through the the brush. Yeah, I'm just gonna follow Chloe's lead because she's this is kind of her uh, this is her jam. Okay, so okay. here's what we'll do is, um, Cleo, why don't you go ahead and roll your Chloe? d20 with... Yeah, you did. Sorry. I was going to ignore it. Roll your d20 for stealth. I got a 15. Okay, plus your stealth of... Plus four. Okay, so you got a 19? Yeah. Okay, so you um you managed to pick your way through this brush pretty silently, kind of like with um almost expert ease. And as you go, you uh, you sort of gesture along the trail for where uh, for Alice should be stepping to okay. avoid any like twigs or branches. Sounds good. And after a couple minutes of doing this, you guys uh, find yourself on the outskirts of a clearing oh, with God. a large bonfire, and you can make out um, five figures all uh, all sort of chanting in this circle. Like they're surrounding the bonfire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're surrounding the bonfire. One of them is holding a um. But it looks to be maybe an old book. Okay, I and gotta... seems to be chanting out of it. Okay. Okay, I have to. I have to ask this: Are their cloaks red or black? Um. Well, you wouldn't be able to know because you're back at the camp. Hey, but I was more asking for those th- to. Uh... <clears throat> A bolt of lightning comes from the sky and strikes Krell. 
Okay, I'll shut up now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so I guess, I, I guess, like, uh, you're describing it, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. Maybe you're going to tell us. Oh, no, it's okay. I was going to let you go ahead and anything that you want to try and glean from the situation, go ahead. Okay, well, I was just going to, you said one of them's chanting from an old book. Are they, like, how are they dressed? Like, are they dressed? Um, yeah. Here's the thing is, uh, a couple of, three of them look like they're maybe in sort of priestly robes. Okay. Right? They're more like um, sort of a brownish burlap, maybe. Okay. And two more look like they are in mage's robes, sort of a, I would put it at maybe like a, one of them in a dark red and one of them maybe in a sort of darker green. Okay. Uh, do they look like they're armed in any way? Yes, they are definitely armed. Okay. Well, that makes things... You can make out uh, maybe like, uh, you know, quarter staffs and uh, ba ba ba. Like, I gotta figure uh, out what this like guy's maces. got. Uh, yeah. Like cleric yeah, like maces or um, uh, scythe. Okay. Um. Well, this could go one of two ways. Like either they're like religious people and they're just they have weapons to defend themselves, or we're gonna they could not be very good. I'm gonna look at Chloe and kind of like shrug my shoulders and kind of look to see what she thinks, I guess. Does it look like it's a camp? Like, do they have like bedrolls and stuff off to the side? Or are they literally um, like there as a, a... As far as you can tell, it is not a uh, not a camp. It's not a camp. It's more like a, a, an actual It's more like place. a ritual space. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, it's definitely, um, to your, like, sort of trained cleric eyes, Yeah, you get the impression that it's sort of a, um, oh, I mean, you've, you've run into, like, druid spaces before where sure. it's impromptu worship spaces. Okay. And this is definitely what it gives you the impression of. Okay, so maybe they were, like, maybe they're refugees or something, maybe they're, they're travelers and they stopped to do this, maybe? Um... I am nervous about interrupting a, a ritual. Okay. Yeah, so I kind of look at Chloe and I'm like, I, I, I'm going to whisper very close to her because I'm really afraid of, of making a noise that might, like, interrupt their concentration or something. Because if it is an important ritual, they're going to be pissed. So I'm, I'm like, what do you, what do you make of this? I don't know. I feel like maybe we should just kind of hang back and observe for now. And just kind of see what happens. I am, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Let's just hide the best we can and, and kind of watch. Is is there anything? I did not like the sound of those dice. Is there anything that I might be able to glean again from this, like a purpose? Or I know that I couldn't really understand. Yeah, the, you know what? Now language. that you're now that you're closer and you're able to see everything, go ahead and roll another religion check. Okay. I got a seventeen plus six, so. Okay, so from this you can gather that it's, um, it sounds a bit off from what you might be used to. Okay. Uh, sort of like there's, there's something different happening here, but you can gather that it's, it's essentially a, uh, sort of a summoning ritual. That doesn't sound uh, good. Asking for, asking for the, the help of, um, asking for the help of Valeria. Uh, sort of trying to trying to summon her as a uh, as an aid. Okay, so maybe they're detecting the spell weave coming across too, or you said she's um, she's a deity of gardeners, healers, and lovers, which is not 
That's yeah. not her. Um, that's not dangerous. I'll give you some additional information. Okay. Is her domains are charm, good, healing, and plant. Okay, so that's not really an aggressive god. So, yeah. I so here's the thing. I still don't want to interrupt the ritual because I feel like maybe they'll take us as threats if we do that. What do you think? Yeah, I have to agree with that. As you guys are speaking, um, let's see, Krell, you've got some uh, some magic stuffs, right? You're kind of tied into the spell weave slightly. Yeah, yeah, I have magic. If that's what you, I have magic power powers. If that is what you are asking. Well, because here's the thing: is I have a feeling that because of your arcane blood, this whole time you've kind of felt uh, something tugging a little bit. Uh, it's sort of like if you were to think uh, of, of your. Is it a good tug or a bad tug? It's, there's no oil in this tug. <laughs> you um, you can sort of think of, of what I'm imagining you're feeling as sort of like how with the force, right, you would feel sort of a connection with all things. And like that you sort of feel a connection with all things magical. And you've felt okay, sort okay. of a, a swelling in like sort of angry darkness. That doesn't sound good. And as this is going on... Cleo and Feralis, you both see the, uh, these, we're going to call them uh, worshippers. Sort of, they look to, to be growing old and weathered, and the head priest with a book kind of has a panic expression on his face as the uh, bonfire goes out, and you see sort of a, in the darkness, you can faintly make out a, a shape coalescing. That's definitely not good. So one of two things is happening. Like, this ritual is backfiring, and it's sucking their life force. If he's panicked, maybe maybe something else is coming forward. Should we? I definitely think we should arm up, you know? I'm going to say that they did a very bad magic roll, so... Should we arm (laughs) up, or should we, like, should we have our, our weapons ready, or should, and should we come out with our... Not our hands up, but, like, obvious that we're not armed? Because I'm afraid of them thinking that we're part of this ritual. Um. I don't have any opinion. I'm all the way back here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, sh- I will say, as you guys I, have been I'm speaking, kind of um, as you guys have been speaking, two of the five have, uh, have fallen now. And uh, the head priest, why don't you go and make another religion okay. knowledge roll? Okay. Uh, 13 plus 6 is uh, 19. Okay, so you can, you've determined that his, uh, he has switched now to what you recognize as more of an exorcism uh, ritual. Oh, God. Um, is, so how are we going to signal? We never thought about this. How are we going to signal uh, that we need Crow? Uh, grab point. a rock and throw it towards my way? Yeah, but that well, might startle the people. Yeah, it took us a couple not, minutes not, to get not, here. Not if you throw it far enough. Um, maybe, uh, maybe we can do some sort of like animal call, like a dead giraffe or a sloth. <laughs> um, Mike, what kind of sound does a sloth make? <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, let me see if I've got any type of uh, something that I can. I can't. I don't have anything I can cast. Uh, okay, so I'm probably just gonna go where they are because you know, I would have probably felt the darkness there or whatever, or 
dark Right, really and you would maybe become like a little bit more um, concerned curious? about them. Yeah, maybe yeah, curious or concerned. Like you definitely would have thought like, I think and I can't both. speak for your character, but you know, you're like, okay, they went to go investigate a thing and suddenly bad, evil, magic, darkness, bad, bad juju is being felt here. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go, go check on them. Okay. Okay. So I am, I'm going to, I'm going to look very quickly at, at Cleo and, and look to see if she is indicating that we should head into the clearing or not. I'm actually, now I'm at the point where maybe we should have our weapons ready, but not in a posture that looks like we're going to attack. I will say, as you guys are deciding this right now, and I know that this is going to have seemed really quick, but it is, it's, this whole event has quickly turned sour. Uh, it turns two, south quicker than a... Two of the uh, burlap-wearing uh, what look to be clerics are now uh, have now fallen. Okay, Meeting that's... only one who's, uh, who's definitely looking much more weathered and haggard okay, uh, beyond where he already was. He can't attack us, so... I look over at Cleo and wait for a signal. Uh, I guess signal that we go into the clearing cautiously. Okay, so I'm going to have Star Smasher out, but I'm going to leave it at my side so it doesn't look like I'm coming out to attack. Yeah, I'm okay. going to have my bow ready in my okay. hands, but not an arrow, so... Okay, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to proceed out um, kind of quickly, because it sounds like this is getting bad very... Yeah, so as you guys uh, proceed out, I'll go and lay out the scene for you, where the... Um, you guys can just sort of make this out in the moonlight now, which... Um, Thankfully, because of the lack of pollution up here, it's pretty bright. <laughs> sure. Uh, but, well, and I mean, you know, moon groves and all. Sure. But um, you guys can see where you are. There's bodies circling this pit, right? There's the pit, and then maybe directly across from you is the um, is the cleric, right? So he's he's able to see where you came out of. Okay. And as you approach... Is he the one still the, standing? Uh, yes. Okay. As you guys approach out of this, uh, out of this fog, he, um, or not fog, out of the, out of this brush, he, uh, he looks at you in your direction and gasps as, like, a sort of a low groan emanates from where the bonfire was. Oh. And, uh, he, he drops out with, uh, oh, Laria, no, and then collapses. Shit. <laughs> Uh, a wet sound having emanated out of his corpse. A wet sound? Uh, you, you've oh, been in battle enough to know that it's probably a stabby sound. Oh. Okay. Shit. So. And so. we will now enter initiative. The, is this thing... Is this thing invisible? It's not invisible. Um, if you would like to, I can go ahead and describe it for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would like that a lot, actually. Okay, why don't we have both you guys roll um, d20s okay. real quick. Uh, mine is 11. I okay. got 19. Nice. Okay, um, and for Alice, why don't you add in, let's say, your intelligence. Okay, uh, my intelligence is, actually, I think that's my lowest one. Uh, my intelligence uh, modifier is 1. My, okay, so you've got like a fourteen 12. total. It's twelve. Twelve. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Uh, it's twelve. Yeah, it's twelve total. Okay, this is going to be interesting. Oh, gee, I don't like the sound of that. Because this isn't in the game, but for this creature, I want it to be. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to start with with Cleo. 
Now, Cleo, you think of yourself as a rational person, right? You've lived in this world long enough that even though there's sometimes irrational things that happen, there's still something that backs it. Yeah. This creature eludes that backing. Looking at it, your mind can't make heads or tails of what it is or where it's from or... Looking at it sort of creates a headache, like this dull pain in your head as, as you, uh, you sort of start to feel sanity slipping away. For Alice, meanwhile, he's a little bit, uh, he's a little bit more of a dullard. <laughs> he's, <laughs> while smarter than the average person, he's still willing to accept some things that, you know, maybe look a little bit odd or a bit uh, out of this world, maybe doesn't quite fit with our, our normal idea of dimensions. And he's a little bit more accepting of this creature that has this star-shaped head and a bunch of wiggling appendages oh, that are shit. sort of shaped around this this uh, sort of like sort of tubular body. It's tubular with a diamond-shaped head with appendages appendages coming out of it. Star-shaped. Yeah, yeah. You can kind of you can kind of think of it like a sort of a barrel shape for its body. Oh, oh, God. Um, what is this, yeah. a giant worm? I can't tell you what it is, unless you guys made a, like a, uh, some sort of check, but, um, here's the thing, is there's gonna be some effects that happen, so I'm gonna have to make sure that I track who did real, real bad in that role. So she's getting a headache. Yeah. Um, yeah, she starts to sort of feel, um, her, like, grasp of reality starting to slip. Can I see that? Um, you can see that she's maybe visibly shaken. Okay, so I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna look, uh, I'm gonna look kind of back and forth and see her doing that. I'm just gonna put my hand on her shoulder to see, just basically in a concerned fashion to see if she's okay. Okay. I feel like I'm gonna jump kind of startled by you touching me, because I'm really freaked out. Yeah, okay. Um... Yeah, so I just kind of pull my hand out, like put it out, like it's okay, like trying to uh, to calm her a little trying bit. Trying to reassure her. Yeah, yeah I'm uh, I'm trying to see if I've got something maybe that I can cast on her that might uh, calm her down or at least find out what's going on. But at the same time, I'm I'm trying to look at this creature because I don't feel that right. Not to the same extent. Um... But I I can as. I can assume that I can realize that it's affecting her in some you, way. You, yeah, you definitely you uh, know that it's it's an unworldly being. I'm gonna put my I'm gonna so I put my hand up to reassure, and then I'm just gonna put my hand on her shoulder again, and I'm gonna cast resistance. Okay. Do I need to? I don't need to roll or anything on that. Uh, give me just a second. I'm double checking okay. how many of those okay. little zeros you can cast. No worries. Uh, well, you get at, at a minimum three of the level zero casts. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think there was a a thing on it, but uh, I'm kind of looking at the same time. But but that's okay. Okay, so resistance. Um, it doesn't look like. Yeah, no, it will just wind up being a standard action. Okay. However, you're gonna have to wait till your um, till your turn in initiative to cast it. Okay. Okay. So why don't we have everybody roll for initiative since we haven't done that yet? Okay. Everybody. Uh, yes, everybody, because you you're still trying to make your way here. I got seventeen. 
Uh, I'm trying to find my... Okay, so I have a zero initiative modifier, so I have a 13. Give me a minute. I have a 10. So here's how this is going to go. We're going to go Cleo first. So Cleo, what do you do? And uh, actually, before you do that, go ahead and roll um, another... Let's roll a fortified saving throw. What am I going to throw? No, it's not throwing. It's a saving throw. So it's, oh, got it's it. trying to got yeah resist... Uh, thing. 12? 12 plus do you have a, you've got bonuses for that. Or that would be under skills, right? Yeah, it, there's a box that will have like reflex, fortitude, and will. Actually, let's do it as a will save. Will save makes more sense. Plus 3. Okay, so you rolled a 12 plus 3? Yeah, so 15. And then 16. Okay, so you're good this round. Okay. Okay, okay so she move. still she still has basically the, the headache from it. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like given the way it's affecting me, I'm probably not really going to do anything other than just stand there. Well, that's the purpose of the um, that saving throw. Okay, got it. Yeah, so you're yeah, okay. if you failed it, you would be you would be stuck in place, but you're you're good. Okay, then I'm gonna notch an arrow and fire. Seventeen. And that's plus your bonuses. Plus my bonuses is 19. Okay, so that's going to be a hit, so go ahead and roll damage. Four. Nice. So you um you let loose an arrow towards this this aberration, uh, striking it in its sort of its fleshy, tentacled ex- exterior. It doesn't look too, uh, too hindered by this, but uh, you've definitely got an arrow sticking in there. I probably just nice. managed to piss it off. <laughs> Next up is going to be the creature... And he is going to, um, first thing he's going to do is he's going to pick up the, uh, each of the bodies nearby and with his tentacles and move them into his mouth. Oh, no. shit, he's eating them? Yeah, he's eating them. Oh my god, okay. And well, that's while horrifying. He does, <laughs> while he does that, um, it's going to be Smeg's turn. Okay, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm just, okay, so I am, because this is bothering her, I'm, I'm going to uh, put my hand on her shoulder. Well, yeah, because she's going to fire, have fired her bow. I'm going to, um, I'm actually just looking really quick to uh, see if, uh, you said that's, okay, touched creature. So, yeah, I'm going to put my hand on her arm, and I'm going to cast uh, resistance. Okay, does it only, it says, oh, well, here's the thing. So, it's got a duration of one minute, so it's it's still active. Did I? Oh, did oh wait, I never mind. You're, you're, you're right. You're right. You yeah, haven't done it yet. Yeah. yeah, you had to say I had to wait on my turn. So, yeah, so that's what I'm going to do. Um, okay. And then I think, uh, so can I, uh, yeah, so, I'm, so I've am so i got a grip on, on Star Smasher. Uh, and Well, uh, so that's a, that's a standard action. Yeah, no, we were already walking out with it, so I was just kind of a, I, okay, gotcha, I've gotcha. got that ready, but, uh, but I'm going to put my hand on her and cast resistance okay great and i think that's gonna do it for me um, on this turn yep krell you're gonna have made your way through some more of the forest you got a movement speed of 30 don't you yes i do believe so so can he hear like any noises from that um he does hear sort of a screech and he's got um sort of a foreboding sense has uh has sort of surrounded him Okay, so he knows like something's something's wrong. He knows that something's fucked. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he, I will say that he's probably about 
halfway in your guys' direction. He's he's sort of making okay. off, following your guys' trail, so he's a little bit slower than you would expect. Right. But he's uh, he's probably about halfway. Okay. Next up is going to be Cleo again. Go ahead and roll uh, will save. 19. Okay, you're good this round. Okay. I'm probably going to shoot him again. Okay. So, yeah. Roll an attack. 16. Yep, so that's a that's a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. One. <laughs> well, okay, mean. so you um you fire another arrow and just kinda like you you graze this creature. Next up is going to be the creature. And uh this turn it's just gonna finish munching on the dudes. You kinda hear a, a crunch and a squelch as he uh as it as it shoves its tentacles into its mouth. Oh god. So gross. Oh, Yep, it's uh, it's Paralysis' turn. Okay, so I'm gonna um. I am going to just I'm gonna separate myself from Cleo a little bit just in case he's got some sort of an AOE spell that he can. Uh, that he can. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna step to the side away from her about five feet. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to uh, I'm gonna cast Doom. Okay. Which uh, one subject takes minus two on attack rolls, damage rolls, saves, and checks. Interesting. Uh, does it have to roll any um, resistances against that? Um, let me check. Standard action, uh, medium range, one living creature for one minute. Saving throw will negate spell resistance, yes. I don't know what that means, but... Okay, so that means that it's rolling um, a will save against that. Yeah, no, um, the, uh, the creature resists. You, you cast Doom, and it, if, if you didn't know better, it laughs. Okay, well, creepy. that's a waste. Cool. <laughs> All right, so Krell, you run to the clearing, and you've, you've uh, now made it just outside, and you, for the first time, set eyes on this creature. Go ahead and uh, roll a, uh, an intelligence for me real quick. Eleven? Just like, uh, just like Feralis, you also are kind of, you're I, used I, to things not making any sense to you. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I would, I would argue that it's closer to just, you're used to things not making much sense. Things happen, you see some shit sometimes, and you never try and make really heads or tails of this thing. So you're gonna be, uh, you're gonna be okay for now. Cool. Uh, but that is also going to have been your move action. Do you have anything ranged that you can attack with? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at my spells. What I got? Uh, I got a. Uh, ooh, I have magic missile. Okay, so that's just a cantrip. No, that's a first level spell. All right, and that's you don't have to roll for that, right? You just do damage. I I don't know. Yeah, so it's one d four plus one points of force damage. Um, so go ahead and roll one one d four for me. One d four. Actually, I almost forgot. You almost got me. Fuck! I forgot about that. Oh crap! You've you've probably, as we've said before, you've you're you're pulling on some some pretty volatile magics, and as you uh, as you prepare to cast this spell, some extra energy wells itself into your hands, uh, more than you're used to. And as you direct it to this creature, four bolts burst from your hand, splitting from this single larger bolt. Oh, cool. Yeah, you can kind of think of it as, like, there's a central bolt, right? And then three are, like, circling around it, sort of in a spiral. I love that. 
It looks very uh, special beam cannon-esque. So go ahead and roll 4d4 for me. And 12. Okay, so you rolled a total of 16. Shit. Wow. So your, your missiles strike this creature um, sort of square in its star-shaped head, kind of hitting it uh, kind of right between the eyes, where you would imagine there would be eyes if this creature had normal eyes. And you, uh, he, he lets out sort of a, a screech that doesn't fill the air, but fills your head, as it, uh, it definitely sounds pretty pained. Oh, shut up. It's just that you just got hit in the head. Everybody has hit, gets hits in the head at least once in their life. Some of us, like <laughs> Krell, a couple dozen. <laughs> okay, so next up is going to be Cleo. Uh, how am I doing for, like, with this whole situation? Um, here's the thing is I'm going to have you uh, continue to roll um, saving throws each round. Okay. Um, if you fail one, you are going to be stuck in place. Okay. Unless you crit fail. Got a one. And with that, oh. she crit fails. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess maybe she wanted to find out what that meant. Okay, so the creature has thoroughly repulsed and terrified you. And for a moment, your mind breaks. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, God. Okay. Highs or lows? Oh. Huh. <laughs> this is going to be a thing. You have chosen okay. wisely. You begin seeing enemies all around you. Oh, shit. <laughs> what? No! You raise your bow to the nearest one, and you <laughs> fire. No. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, hey, Corellis, what's, uh, what's your AC? Does it beat an 18? No, of course I not. I bet it does not. It doesn't. Hey, Francis, what's your damage? You're a 1d8, aren't you? 1d6. Are you? You're sure? Yeah. You aren't playing me, right? No. Do you have any uh, bonuses to that? No. Okay, well, lucky you. You let loose this arrow, and it uh, it just grazes against Faralis' calf. Ow. <sighs> Sorry, dude. It's, um, it's all right. For the next two rounds, you are going to have to make an attempt to break this, um, but not this round. Next up is the creature. How many points did I take? Uh, just one point. Oh, okay. Okay, that's not so bad. Okay. And the creature, now done with its feast, oh, sets its eyes upon the party. <laughs> and that's where we'll pick up again Does next even episode. Have eyes? Well, what you can make out to be some semblance of eyes. Jesus. Oh, God. You have, you have the feeling of eyes. I have to put them off. And that's where we'll pick up next time on Pen and Paper Cast. 